Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is 95X WXRO Beaverdam. Streaming live on DailyDodge.com, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Good morning, everyone. Today is a very special day, a very happy day for me. It's a Wednesday, just like any other Wednesday. We have to celebrate. What are we celebrating anyway? It's National Best Friend Day. National Best Friends Day. You're my bestest friend. Well, if it ain't my bestest friend on God's flatter. Happy Wednesday. And now, on with the show. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, everybody, and it is great to have you with us. Uh, it is Wednesday, the 8th of the 6th of the 22. It is National ba- Best Friends Day, so if you have a best friend, let's go ahead and celebrate with them, or at least call them, send them a card, drop them an email, maybe a text, maybe an instant message, maybe a WhatsApp message. Huh? I'm giving you all kinds of different ideas. How about a Snapchat? How about a TikTok? Whatever it is, make sure you salute your best friend. A little bit of rain out there this morning. It's going to be a squashy one. Watch out for the puddles, or you will end up with squashy feet. 95X. Forget you and everybody but your dog. You cannot get lost. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, we are playing today's best music, your all-time favorites, right here, right now. Streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Got something brand new I want to tell you about. It's a contest. Uh, Our friends uh, from uh, Horicon Bank have gotten together with DailyDodge.com and put together a pretty cool contest. You could win a Horicon Bank VIP suite to a Fond du Lac Dock Spiders game. And this would be a mutually agreed upon date. Register once... Per day, now through June 30th, on the contest page of DailyDodge.com. Must be 18 years of age or older to register. By the way, the winner will be notified by July 1st. The suite includes up to 14 people, includes 14 hot dogs, brats, bottomless popcorn, assorted dessert tray, 36 cans of soda, and domestic beer. It's a $500 value. And you can register at DailyDodge.com. To find out more. Oh, speaking of great things that we're giving you an opportunity to win, how about what Ho Chunk Wisconsin Dells is giving you a chance to win? Did you see it? They're calling it the Cruising the Dells giveaway. It is a 2022 Chevy Silverado pickup truck, and they're going to be giving it away on the 24th. So if you want to find out more, you can go to their Facebook page or their web address. And remember, they've got a lot of other great things that are going to be going on on that day as far as giveaways, cash giveaways, rewards play. It's all happening at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. To find out more, again, check out their Facebook page or just check them out on the World Wide Web. That's Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music, 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Hope everybody's feeling good. A little bit of rain out there this morning. That sun felt nice yesterday afternoon. I walked outside and I'm like, whew, guess I don't need a sweatshirt anymore. Kind of feels good when it's like that. Did you guys hear about Swedengate? No, okay, it's not really a, a like a hush-hush kind of a thing. 
But it's something that went viral last week when the internet found out that people in Sweden don't always feed their house guests. But it turns out that a fair number of Americans don't feed their house guests either. Let's clarify this whole thing. The website YouGov did a poll that found almost one in five Americans wouldn't let an unexpected guest stay for dinner. Or they'd at least do their best to avoid it. 72% of people said if someone stopped by around dinner time, they'd make them a plate or invite them to eat. But that means that 18% of people wouldn't do that. And another 10% in the survey said they aren't sure. Basically, it depends. Of that 18% who wouldn't, around half would encourage the person to leave when it was time to eat. The other half would let them stay but not offer them any food. By the way, where you live is going to be a big influence on how they act. Not surprisingly, Midwesterners are the most likely to fix you a plate. People living in the Northeast, the least likely to fix you a plate. 79% of people in the Midwest Midwest said yes. So did 74% out West and 72% of Southerners. But only 63% of people in the Northeast would offer you food. I feel about that. First of all, I think it's pretty rude if you show up at somebody's house around dinner time and not make reference to the fact that you are going to be leaving before they eat. Like, oh, we, we just stopped in to say hi. We know you guys are going to be eating soon. Um, so you let us know when you're when you're going to be sitting down for dinner and that's when we're going to go. Now, a lot of normal people at that point would probably say, oh, don't be silly. Why don't you stay for dinner? Right. Right. That's normal. That's what I usually do. Yeah. And um, the only way that the only way that that would be not true in in probably one big case is if you planned for a just like a for a dinner of two. And like, let's say, for example, you had in the crock pot two small chicken breasts and potatoes and all of a sudden your friend stopped over you're like if I, we would have known you were here we would have put extra chicken in there right I mean I have done the you know unexpected friend shows up and you know this is back before me and the wife had kids and it was uh, oh well we'll just split this up more evenly between the three of us and you know yeah that'd be kind of in our household, that would be weird only because of the fact that we usually, if it's just my wife and I eating, unless it's a weekend where we're making something so that we have leftovers, right? you know, it's going to be something like, seriously, like I'm going to put two brats on the grill. Right. That's what I'm going to put on there. But you know what you could do? You could just say, let's scrap the dinner plans and go to Great Harvest. That's not a bad idea. See? See, I'm thinking. Fresh sandwiches. Kind of scary when I think like this. Soup. Well, or what you could do is you say, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Because we have the uh, availability of going to Great Harvest, we're going to make some spaghetti at home. Then we're going to pick up some of their world-famous pepperoni rolls to go along with it. There you go. Right? 
Along with that, how about we pick up some of their cheddar garlic bread that is one of the featured breads of the month. So we can make some cheddar garlic bread to go along with that. And then, of course, we'll make sure there's room for dessert. Because you know at Great Harvest, dessert is something that is always ooh-la-la. Yeah. Maybe finish it off with a big cinnamon roll. Uh, Or... Maybe one of the great bars that they do during the week. Like, oh, yeah. every Monday and Wednesday, they do those fantastic brownies. Um, they do something called Cashew Crunch, which is to die for. Key Lime Bars. Oh, I've never had one of those. I like Key Lime Pie, so I assume those must be good. I, I, I think i, I got to try one. Those are made every Thursday. Uh, they have Toffee Squares, S'mores Bars, and Savannah Bars. And again, if you check their website... Which, let me give you the, the address again, just so you know. GreatHarvestBeaverDam.com. If you check their um, website, it'll give you a rundown of what they're making each and every day. Great bakery starts with the right grain. The right grain, which is made from the Golden Triangle out in Montana, right. is shipped to Great Harvest, where they grind it and make their own flour. I mean, it's kind of cool. They grind it in-house. It's as fresh as fresh can be. Well, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're not really big about throwing in a bunch of junk preservatives just to keep stuff on the shelves for an extra two weeks. Well, that's something most people don't think about. I mean, you go buy bread anywhere else, and you don't know how long the flour that was used to make that sat in a warehouse. Right. You know, you know, a great harvest, it was probably ground that day. And it's being made to bake your fresh bread that day. Well, and that's the reason that's one of the reasons why they, they do different days for different things. Because they can't, if they made everything like a you know like a lot of places in in the world make it right now, which adds a lot of preservatives. Well, then they can make stuff and it would could sit on the shelves, right? But they don't do that at Great Harvest. They make it fresh, and the ingredients are fresh, and they don't put a lot of extra stuff in them. I tell you what, you will absolutely love a meal from Great Harvest, whether it be a breakfast sandwich, whether it be um, one of their great lunch sandwiches or just the great products they make at Great Harvest Downtown Beaver Dam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95 You probably thought you were listening to the third best morning show of the year. That was so 2020. The award-winning 95X Morning Show. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update brought to you by preferred dental partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. Let's go ahead and jump into the news right now. Justin's got a look. There is a new face on the Beaver Dam Police and Fire Commission. The PFC yesterday welcomed former alderwoman Therese Henriksen. She will serve a five-year term following the departure of longtime commissioner Nancy Conley. Officials with the Beaverdam Area Community Foundation are highlighting a way to donate that allows someone to give money later. It's called the Legacy Society, which serves as a planned future gift that designates a part of a person's estate as a donation. The foundation says their goal is to establish a Legacy Society group who would meet to discuss ways they can support local nonprofits. Those interested in the Legacy Fund should reach out to the foundation to learn more. Contact details can be found at dailydodge.com. And after 20 years with the Fond du Lac Area Foundation, Joe Brown has announced his resignation. Brown has served as the executive director for the past four years, during which he has led the organization through record growth. He says it's been an honor to serve the Fond du Lac community for the past 20 years, and he's proud of what they have accomplished. Brown has another career opportunity that will allow him to spend more time with family. 
I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Justin, we are seeing a shift in the way people are working. Um, I did not have a chance to read the story yesterday, but there was a story about the largest study ever being done on a four-day work week. It's coming out of Great Britain, and I think it's like there's th- uh, several thousand companies that are starting to experiment with a four-day work week. Right. And it is expected to eventually filter over here. Whether or not it will ever filter into our business, probably, I'm going to say probably not in my lifetime. Right. Um, but we are seeing more and more places that are going to that. The other thing that we're starting to see is more and more people, especially Generation Z, is doing gig work. Yep. Right? Yeah, I actually know several people who, because of the type of work they do, everything they do is technically gig or or short-term contract work. Uh, One gentleman I know, he works as a sound engineer in Hollywood. And one period of four months, he might be working for, you know, Disney on a video or or movie or TV show, whatever that they're doing. Um, And then once that contract ends, he's then searching for another contract somewhere else. And he may get picked up by a major network or another film studio or whatever. Right. So it can vary. Um, Luckily for him, it pays well enough that while he's waiting for the new contract, whatever it may happen to be, he's got plenty of money just waiting gonna have to make sure he's got some you know hopefully some health insurance the problem with that is that gig work doesn't come with benefits right that is a downside yeah Uh, a recent study from neighbor.com found that nearly 70 percent of recent graduates are doing gig work oh wow that's right almost every generation zier that you know is doing gig work now of the group of gig workers, 31% reported that gigs are their main source of income. 34% said they use it for extra pocket money. Even if you have a part-time or full-time job, many people are using gigs to help pay bills, pay down spending, whatever it might be. Some popular gigs among new grads are things like driving Uber or Lyft, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Instacart, dog walking companies like Rover, Online tutoring, Mm -hmm. transportation services, brand ambassadors, and creative freelancers. The creative freelancer thing, I think, is really cool. Um, I wish I was intelligent enough or came up with the cool thing that I could do to become a, like a, one of those lifestyle people (laughs) that does the videos and gets paid money for it. Be an influencer. Yeah, I'd I'd love to be an influencer. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it either. Uh, there's there's certain things, especially nowadays, because a lot of influencers are uh, video-based. Mm-hmm. So you're talking YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, things like that. And uh, I definitely have the face for radio. So I think I'll keep my influencing to other areas. I guess you and I are just going to have to keep on working on influencing people to get off their butts and exercising, right? Which is not a bad influence to have. Right. So, by the way, hopefully by this Friday we'll have another new Take 5 for Fitness. Yeah. Should be uh, should be wonderful. And uh, I know it's something where I've seen rewatch value happening. So we know some people are going back and rewatching them and using those workouts, which is phenomenal. It's exactly what they're there for. And... Uh, 
in my opinion, if even one or two people uses it to get healthy, they were definitely worth it. Right. Whole idea is just to help people get off their butts, get moving a little bit. I've said it before, and I'll say it till I die. Five minutes a day doesn't sound like a lot, but it can be just what you need to get started. Yeah, huge impact. You know, and if you're doing five minutes every day, you're doing it every day. You have created a habit, right? Yeah, and it adds up. It really does, especially if you go from zero activity to that five minutes. That's a huge game changer just with that. By the way, uh, the same can be said about TikTok. If you if you folks want to follow our quick tips on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, just what do you just uh, type in in the search, search bar? Search for Daily Dodge TV, okay. and you're going to see our quick tips for that. You're going to see anytime basically Daily Dodge TV is out doing something, right? We try to get a TikTok of what we're doing, so it kind of keeps you apprised of all the fun stuff we got going on. Excellent. So again, check it out on TikTok. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for today with cloudy skies, a high in the mid-60s. Winds out of the east at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And for tonight, a slight chance for rain early on. Partly cloudy skies develop below near 51. By Thursday, mostly sunny skies, a high around 73. Meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 54. Have you? Felt like being somebody else Feeling like the mirror isn't good for your head All Tires proudly supports their community If it's interesting Interesting Entertaining Entertaining Or extra wacky You're having a psychotic episode That automatically puts me in charge You'll hear it right here It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X Okay, let's get to it. Here comes your morning trifecta. Some of the stories making the rounds today. And our trifecta brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Well, we're learning more details about a uh, tragic, deadly accident that happened in Orange County, Florida. The tragedy actually took place last month. Um, I don't know why you would leave a gun laying around when you have a two-year-old son, two-year-old child, but Reggie Mulberry did that. And there were three young children at home. And again, I don't know why you leave a loaded gun accessible, but he did. And the family's two-year-old toddler... Grabbed the gun, pulled the trigger, and accidentally killed the father. You heard right. The guy that left the gun laying around in the house was killed by his own two-year-old. Reggie was playing a video game on the computer when he was shot. His wife, Marie, was arrested, faces charges of manslaughter by culpable negligence, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, and possession of ammunition by a convicted felon, along with violation of probation. She was denied bond when she appeared to court on Monday. Federal Advisory Committee recommended on Tuesday that a fourth COVID-19 vaccine be authorized for use in the United States. This one from Novamax, a company based in Maryland. The vaccine, which has been supported by $1.8 billion in taxpayer funding, 
relies on what they're calling a more traditional approach than the vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer, which have been used by more than three quarters of Americans. The third vaccine, Johnson & Johnson, used by about 16 million people, but has been recommended as a second choice because of side effects that are extremely rare but lethal. According to a polling data, 73% of Americans say they want more vaccine choices. Dr. Peter Marks heads the Food and Drug Administration's Vaccine Review Division. Uh, Tuesday, he opened up the meeting by saying that because of the vaccine hesitancy, which has left about 23% of the public's uh, population unvaccinated, the government needs to do something to make it more options available. The Nova vaccine would be authorized for use in adults only in two doses. We don't know exactly what this all means, but I think it's got like a 90% efficacy rate. And again, it's a little more traditional of a vaccine, so it maybe doesn't have anything to do with the mRNA stuff they talk about. I'm not 100% sure. I'm already boosted and double boosted, so at this point... I don't know that I'm going to be switching teams, so to speak. Uh, Apple unveiled a series of updates on the way for various products this past Monday, but the one that's drawing the most attention involves texting. For the first time ever, iPhone users will be able to edit and even unsend text messages. However, they'll have to act fast. Users can edit or recall a message for up to 15 minutes after sending it, company said in a release. The tweaks will put Apple in line with familiar features on other platforms, including WhatsApp, Gmail, and Slack. Another text-related tweak, people will be able to mark threads as unread. So if you read it and want to come back to it later, it will appear as if you had not read it already. Recalling text, man, especially those 2 a.m. texts, probably a really good idea. That is... Your morning trifecta brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. All right, let's get to our kick in the classic for this hour. We've got a birthday girl celebrating a birthday. Born 1953. She scored a big number one hit in 1983. Her name is Bonnie Tyler. I'm sorry. This is actually a different song. This is Tears for Fears. They started their two-week run at number one with this song back in 1986. I got my kick in the classics all messed up. I guess you know what's coming up later on, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Anytime we can get a Tears for Fears song in, you know it's a good day. And taking a look at the radar here, and it looks like... Uh a lot of the central and southern portions are in rain chances, and I've been watching this all morning. It's moving relatively slowly overall. So, I mean, it was a little bit smaller, and then there was a storm off to the south, and now they've kind of combined a little bit to make it a little bit of a bigger uh, bigger storm. So it, lo- it does look like we'll see a pretty decent chance for some showers and thunderstorms here throughout the morning hours. A better chance primarily for the afternoon as far as the thunderstorms are concerned, but overall on and off throughout the day today. Some areas might see some localized higher amounts of rain. We're not looking at chances for severe weather, so that's good, but 
It does look like there may be some areas of heavy rainfall between one to two inches even possible. So just something to keep in mind today. Cloudy skies are the wise highs getting into the mid-60s. Tonight, slight chance for rain showers in the early evening hours. Then partly cloudy skies develop overnight lows around about 51. For your Thursday, sunshine tomorrow, high around 73 degrees. 74 here for your Friday, slight chance for some rain showers. Saturday, a slight chance for rain in the afternoon. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops high of 74. And then on Sunday, slight chance for showers and storms, high of 74. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuchitsky. Jennifer, next time we get together, five random facts, and we'll be talking uh, a game, and we'll be talking travel. Sounds great to me. Thanks. All right. Thank you. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. Speaking of travel, uh, it is the one thing that so many people missed during the pandemic was the ability to just hop on a plane and go someplace. One of the things that we have really discovered is that a lot of people hate planning vacations because the amount of stress that comes with it. You know, if only there was somebody that could help you take away that stress and make your vacation something you really enjoy. Oh, look at this. There is. Her name is Tammy Arthur. And she is the trusted local travel agent from Tropical Tan Lines Travel. She has uh, seven-plus years' experience in the travel industry. And right now, Tammy reminds you that it is a good time to start thinking about your fall and winter vacations. She specializes in all-inclusive vacation packages for couples, families, and groups to resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico. She also works uh, with Apple Vacations and FunJet Vacations. And I'll tell you what, if you are a person that recently got engaged... Well, Tammy has a lot of experience when it comes to those destination weddings. In fact, Tammy is a certified destination wedding specialist. As I mentioned, one of the hardest things when you're trying to plan a vacation on your own is the stress that goes into it. Because you don't know if you got the best flight. You don't know if you got the best price. You don't know if you went to the right resort. You don't know all these things. Tammy knows all this stuff. And when you get yourself booked with a travel agent like Tammy, you know that you're going to have a stress-free vacation. Now, she's available to assist you doing before, during, and even after your vacation. You can go to tanlinestravel.com. That's the website, tanlinestravel.com. Just read an article a couple weeks ago how more and more young people are now starting to look for help when it comes to taking care of their vacations. Why? Because they don't want to deal with the stress. So get Tammy Arthur involved with you. Tropical Tan Lines Travel, the name of the business, and again, the web address is tanlinestravel.com. The Beaver Dam baseball team battled one of the best teams in the state to the final inning before falling to Heartland Arrowhead 2-0 in a Division I sectional final Tuesday in Oshkosh. Yeah, I know I'm just so proud of these kids. You know, they battled and, you know, if the game was written or played on paper, we probably would have lost before we even got here. But our kids, you know, they, they don't really care who's on the other team. They, they just care about what's in our dugout and uh, they're going to fight and they've done it all year. And, uh, you know, and Arrowhead is a loaded team. I mean, they have some of the best talent in the state and uh, they, they played a great game and we played a great game. I'm very proud of our kids. That's Golden Beaver head coach Nate Wilkie. Arrowhead scored two runs off of starter Nate Tisdale in the bottom of the first, and that's all they would get the rest of the way as the crafty righty scattered just seven hits over six innings to take the hard luck loss. He's a gamer, and he, I told Tiz after the game, I mean, he's come so far since his freshman year, and I'm just, pr- just proud of the, the career he's wound up with. Uh, you know, He didn't get a lot of chances last year, and he he just worked his butt off all winter in the cage, and he, he gave us an unbelievable game. I mean, just to keep Arrowhead with, with all the studs they got in their lineup, keep him with two runs, just... 
just a great, great performance by, by Nate. Beaver Dam advanced to the sectional final with a 7-4 win over West Bend West earlier in the day. Their season ends at 17-8. Other area teams in the sectionals yesterday for baseball in the semifinals in D3. Viroqua ends Marshall's year 7-4, while Elmira gets blanked by Chilton 9-4. Division 4, Fall River falls to Oakfield 8-2 in a sectional semifinal. The Horicon softball team continues to get ready for Thursday night's Division 4 state semifinal. Marsh Ladies head coach Roger Schlieve told DailyDodge.com that he was happy how his team came together late in the year for a push to state. Yeah, we're very fast. I mean, I got a lot of speed. A lot of, I got some power. Um, great defense, again, like always. We always play good defense. And then, uh, like I said, we got some a couple good power hitters, so you know, we're, we're starting to blend into that team we're, we're used to. Just good fundamentals with um, some good speed and power. Oricon will face Iola Scandinavia Thursday night at 6.30 in a D4 state semifinal. That's a game you can hear on 1430 WBEV. Lomira's Pierce Zimmel tied for 38th in the WIAA Division II state golf meet at University Ridge. Packers opened up their three-day mandatory minicamp on Tuesday. Aaron Rodgers was in attendance. Bad news for the Brewers last night. Alec Bohm and Matt Beerling hit back-to-back home runs off of Josh Hader in the ninth to steal a 3-2 win at American Family Field. Hader entered the game tying a major league record on Sunday by throwing 40 consecutive scoreless appearances. He's not going to dwell on that loss. We all fail in this game. Sometimes they're bigger than others. Sometimes failures can be just missing the pitch, right? But it comes with the game, comes with the territory. So just got to chalk it up, kind of learn from what happened and, and move on. Series continues tonight, 635 on 1430 WBEV. Game three of the NBA Finals is tonight in Boston. That series tied one game apiece between the Celtics and the Warriors. NHL playoffs, Tampa Bay. Even the East Final at 2-2 with a 4-1 win over the New York Rangers. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. Okay, it's time for us to get to entertainment news. And our entertainment news is being brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. I walked outside yesterday afternoon to bring the garbage cans in. It was sunny. It was actually warm. And I thought, hey, sign of the times, right? <laughs> Not so much. Rainy. How long has it been raining now? Uh, it's. It must have started. So it wasn't raining when I left home. But by about four o'clock or so, it must have started. Mm-hmm. Because I was sitting in the studio doing stuff, and all of a sudden I heard something. Did and you I hear thought, thunder? Well, no. I, I thought I, I thought somebody was in the building. Oh. It sounded like somebody was walking in the building. <gasps> so then, they were. So then I walked out down the hallway, cautiously, and looked outside and saw it was raining. And then I realized that when the building's really quiet, mm-hmm. if you it's raining, it. if it's raining just hard enough, it makes a noise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was definitely the case. I. Th- could have sworn around 6 a.m. ish, I heard a little rumble of thunder. Possibly. Always really that po- little. Always that possibility. A Beaver Dam boys gave her a good a good shot yesterday. They did. Lost they did. to one of the best teams in the state. Mm-hmm. And a close Only game. Only by two. And a close game, too. Mm-hmm. Close yeah, game. Very so good run by them. They missed, they missed getting to state by just a couple innings. Yep. So, but congratulations on a great year. Uh, where do you want to start in the world of entertainment? 
I will start with the 27-year-old son of General Hospital star Jack Wagner. Uh, He was found dead in an L.A. parking lot on Monday morning. The cause of his death, which wasn't immediately announced, is being investigated. Harrison Wagner had reportedly battled addiction, but it's not known if that played a role in his death. In 2016, he went missing for several days after a relapse. So Jack Wagner and Christina Maldonado, I think is her name, um, were together on the show. And they were married in real life. And they were together in real life. Yeah. Right. Uh, they he, divorced a number of years ago. Oh, yeah. But. yeah. He played Frisco Jones. She played Felicia. That's just a name I haven't heard in a really long time, Jack Wagner. I know. Remember he had the hit song? Back in like no, the, yeah, I think it was like all I need or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. I have that. to see if I can find it and, and play it a clip for you because I'm pre- I'm pretty sure you'd recognize it if you heard it. Uh, but yeah, do you remember? You remember him though, right, Jack I Wagner? I do remember him. Yes, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man, but it's weird for me to think of him and her having a 27 year old son because I always think of them as being 27 years old. Mm. I suppose. You know, just from all those years of watching General Hospital. Do you still think you're 27, too? No. No, no okay. I know I'm not. Okay. I, I I learned, it was just a couple of weeks ago, I was standing up on top of something, mm-hmm. and really the only way of getting down was to jump down, and it was only a couple feet off the ground, but I hesitated and did like the like the double clutch of, okay, here here we go, I gotta jump down from here (laughs) seriously that never i never would have even thought about that i was 27 30 years old i was acting like things were parkour you know like bouncing all over the place yeah not anymore nope jim seals of the 70s hit making duo seals and crofts died yesterday no cause of death has been announced he was 80 they had three top 10 hits here's a montage of some of their best songs believe he uh, they also gave us uh, darling if you want it to be closer to I remember that song closer. was that them I believe so yeah <clears throat> yeah so um, Dan Seals from mm-hmm. Seals and Croft gave us all those great songs and then Dan no. I'm sorry uh, Jim. Jim Jim Seals yes and then Jim's younger brother Dan Dan mm-hmm. um, was part of uh, John Ford Coley. England Dan and John Ford Coley. Yep. But Dan Seals also in the 80s went on to become quite a country singer, quite a country star. He had several big songs oh, I didn't know that, that came out um, in the 80s. He did one duet with 
I believe it was a duet with uh, Marie Osmond called Meet Me in Montana. Hmm. That was a number one record. And he had a couple of big hits as Dan Seals in country music. So he reinvented himself a couple of times. And now um, Jim has passed away from Seals and Croft. And boy, I'll tell you what, that music does scream 70s, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. You know, that would have been, you would have been just a little tiny kid when that music came out. Oh, but I heard it later in life. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Ninja, you recognize... uh, yeah, I recognize a few of those songs. Seals and Crofts, yeah. And yeah, Dan Seals, no longer with us. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, something just popped up on my screen. Please hold one moment. Reality stars Todd and Julie Chrisley have been found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. Their shows are a guilty pleasure of mine. What, I'm what exactly? well-versed okay, so there. I've been, I, I had no idea who these people were, and I saw all these ads about the Chrisley show. A lot of, yeah, mm-hmm. And then I saw the two of them doing a commercial for... Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, who the hell are these people? What is their show about, anyways? Well, it's a reality show. Right. So you follow their lives and well, the what, lives of their children. What are they which, famous for? Uh, making themselves famous. He's supposedly like a real estate tycoon, but... <laughs> Seems he was maybe frauding people. Tricky in how he was getting his money. Yeah. If any of this is true, um, their accountant Peter Tarantino was also found guilty of several charges, including aiding and abetting the filing of false tax returns. Their sentencing has been scheduled, but uh, they face up to thirty years behind bars. Oh, thirty million dollars in defrauding banks. Yeah, they would. They were supposedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, well, they've been. I mean, they've technically. They're still been alleged. Charged. Well, yeah, they haven't been found guilty though. They're alleged until they're found guilty. But it says they've been found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion. It does say convicted in the story I'm looking at. Yeah. Oh. So they were um, faking paperwork to gain lo- loans from banks. Really? Yeah. Like a $30 million loan at one point. Apparently a lot of rich people do this. What is the deal? They were like they they say they say that their property is valued at how much, but then they tell the IRS that it's only valued at how much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a pretty well-known individual that that's involved in one of those uh, deals right now. Mhm. Funny how that wow. one's taking so long that one's to play taking out, a long though. time to take out over in new york yeah so these guys were indicted in 2019 and accused of defrauding banks by obtaining millions of dollars in loans and evading federal income taxes so it'll be interesting to see what happens there they were supposed to have a new season come out this summer i don't, <laughs> I don't know i don't think happen with that i don't think the chrisleys are back on tv anytime soon uh, apparently one of the fbi agents uh assigned to it because i guess it's not just the two of them, but their accountant as well. Correct. Tarantino. Yeah. Said uh, the outcome shows when you lie, cheat, and steal, justice is blind as to your fame, your fortune, and your position. And in the end, when driven by greed, the verdict of guilty on all counts for these three defendants proves once again financial crimes do not pay. Uh, yeah, man. this all started when they were in Georgia because they used to live in Georgia. Now they live in Nashville. Um, but Georgia's State Department did not find them guilty. However, the federal departments did. So these are federal crimes. Gotcha. Which means federal prison. Wow. They could be in, what, Oxford? 
I think Oxford is where our federal prison is, right? In Wisconsin? Yeah. I think the federal prison in Wisconsin is Oxford. I'll have to double check it. Yeah. Because that's what I think where, um, remember where Jim, that was where Jim Baker was. I do not remember that. You know who I'm talking about with yes. Jim Baker. Okay. Jim and Tammy Faye. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. don't they generally send people like this to the kind of prisons that have, like, golf courses and spas and... There are really prisons like that? There's some that are definitely... Yes. They're very medium yeah. security and very loosey-goosey rules. I did read last night that these two are on, I don't know if you call it house arrest, but they're not right. allowed to leave their home right now. Right, because they've got the means to just skip out and be gone. Yeah. 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 Wow. Anyway, it's unfortunate because they have two uh, minor children. They have adult children as well, but they have two minor children that are under the age of 18. So that's unfortunate for, from that yeah. angle. Yeah. Kanye West is a single man again. Woohoo! He's parted ways with his Kim Kardashian lookalike girlfriend, Chaney Jones. They had started hanging out together in February, just as things between uh, Kanye and Julia Fox were winding down. She, of course, went to a few promotional events with him. Kanye's birthday is today, by the way, too. Well, happy birthday uh, to Kanye. Now, Sherry, I mean, now But that... he was with another woman at the uh, Top Gun movie premiere. Are you bummed? No. So you've never looked at Kanye and thought he's attractive? No. Okay. All right. Would now be a good time for Pete Davidson to get the ultimate joke and just go find this ex and get one selfie with her just to send off to him? Oh. Kanye would put a hit on him. <laughs> Seriously. Kanye probably not a good idea. Kanye probably is already mad because uh there's picture surface of Pete Davidson holding hands with one of their kids. Oh like crossing boy. the street or something like right. that and Pete Davidson was holding the kids' hands. To hand. be fair, Kanye's been laying in the weeds about the whole Kim and Pete thing as right. of late. You know why? Because he's plotting. Okay. Stop. <laughs> In court documents obtained by People, Valerie Bertinelli's estranged husband, Tom Vitale, is seeking to block her from requesting spousal support and challenges their prenuptial agreement. Well, that's super great. Why would she need spousal support from him? No, he needs, doesn't he need spousal support from her? I thought that's what the story was. No, it says that he's seeking to block her from requesting spousal support. Oh, but then he's also challenging their prenup, um, which I'm sure holds a lot on her side. I would assume. Well, yeah, I don't even know what this guy did. I, I don't know either. Um, they married in 2011 after several years of dating. Um, introduced by her brother Patrick, she at one point said she was happier than ever and that she could have spent the rest of her life with Tom and not be married but she wanted to call him her husband and at the same time she referred to eddie van halen her ex-husband as her real soulmate yep i get I, I wonder if that gets in the if that gets in the guy's craw probably when i mean like seriously you know she was there with eddie when he died she spent all that time with him this is very confusing, this article, because I read to you word for word at the beginning, but then later on, it does talk about that on Thursday, 
last Thursday, he asked to be awarded spousal support. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. I, it, it is. You're right. It is. The, some somebody screwed up the writing of the story. But he's also trying to block her from requesting the same. Right. So he wants to be able to get it, but he doesn't want her to be Correct. able to get it. Maybe he maybe he should join the Blackstock organization. Hmm. You know what I mean? You got Ke- you got Kelly Clarkson, who's husband oh, living off stuff. yeah who's living off of her and so now he wants to probably do maybe the same thing maybe there'd be room for him at the ranch maybe yeah they can split the rent yeah the, the twelve thousand dollars a month or whatever it is hey guys nick cannon isn't done having kids yet oh my goodness he uh hinted at breaking his personal record of having three babies in a year during an appearance in on the Lip Service podcast yesterday, he responded to the rumor that he is expecting more children this year by saying, quote, the stork is on the way. He admitted to sleeping around quite a bit last December, so we will have to stay tuned for more cannon babies this fall. I, is somebody in charge of his schedule and they're just like, well, 9 a.m., Nick Cannon's got to impregnate somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next. Yeah, right. <laughs> number serving number forty two. Number forty two. <laughs> Potent. Yeah. Wow. I don't think Henry Ford, you know, perfected the assembly line for this purpose. No. I'm just saying. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. Why would you want to? I. I, I have no then clue. You got, then you have to deal with all the X's. <sighs> Seems like a lot, right? Yeah. What happens when all the kids are all playing on separate T-ball teams, mm-hmm. and you got to get to all their games? To? How's that? How's that work out? <clears throat> it's just I don't get it. I just don't get it. <clears throat> Why must you have multiple children? Maybe it's because his last name's Cannon, so he figures he's got to be a loaded gun everywhere. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's something I hadn't considered, but sure, why not? why not? Dustin Johnson's days of playing on the PGA Tour are over, at least for now. Like Phil Mickelson, because I believe he recently did this. Uh, Dustin Johnson announced he's resigning his membership in order to play full-time in the Saudi-backed LIV League. There's a lot of people that are not happy about this because of Saudi Arabia's human rights violations. Like, we don't have crap going on here every day. Right. Is it just because there's more money over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well like, he... Johnson received $125 million to golf in the new league. Oh, my goodness gracious. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Phil Mickelson got even more. But Mickelson did not have to give up his membership with the PGA. Not or he yet. Did not, not yet. He has not formally so, resigned from it yet. So, I mean, and remember, Dustin Johnson just got married. Yes, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Right. So they need the money. Uh, I mean, they're probably hurting right now. Shut up. <laughs> sometimes I just want to kick you. I didn't, but sometimes I'd like to. Um, skipping ahead, because we're running out of time here. This is for you, Richard, because you're not a fan of Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not a fan of Will Ferrell's comedy or his more serious side, you have to admit he's had some pretty good movies. Bewitched. You wouldn't wouldn't know because you haven't watched any of them. Esquire took the challenge of ranking all 39 of them. Here are the top 10. And I can't believe this one came in at number 10. It should be way higher on the list, like closer to number one. Step Brothers. Good movie. Funny movie. Very old, funny movie. Old school. The Other Guys. 
Everything Must Go, Zoolander, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, which I think Step Brothers should be ahead of that one. I agree. The Lego Movie, Elf came in at number three. How did that not come in higher? Uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Good movie. I'm not familiar with it's that a one. serious one where he's a guy who's walking around and suddenly he starts hearing this woman's voice in his head. And she's the writer. She write, she's an actual writer who's writing a book. And mm-hmm. she's narrating his life but doesn't realize he's a real person. Oh. And so, yeah, it kind of gets weird, but it, it's also funny. It's actually the only movie of his my wife likes. Really? Yeah. So she's not a fan either. She's not. And in at number one, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. You know, the, I was meh with those movies, the Anchorman ones. The movie that uh, didn't make the list is the only... I, I saw the I saw the Anchorman. one that you've seen? I saw Anchorman. Right. Okay, I did watch that because everybody talked about how great it was, and it was okay. It was okay. It was all right. Um, but the movie that's not listed there is the movie he did with Dick Butkus. Oh, the soccer one? The soccer movie. What was that called again? Was it Kicking and Screaming, maybe? Yes. Something like that, yeah. I like that movie. That's a cute movie. It wasn't bad. It was, it was, for me, it was like a tolerable Will Ferrell movie. Okay. He's and definitely I th- an acquired taste. And I feel bad because he seems like such a nice guy. I think I would like him as a person, but there's, there's something about, it's just like with Jim Carrey. There's something about the facial things that he does and the, the cadence. I just, I'm just not a fan. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. You still should see Elf, though. Elf a, is just. A I did watch. I did watch a half an hour of it. That I think will go down as a classic Christmas. Yeah, film. and I caught it at Plus, the right time with James Caan. Zoe Deschanel is just an American treasure. She's yes. phenomenal. Yeah, she's in that movie too. And that's Craig. She's it, adorable. That's Craig. Car- that's Craig Warmbold's It Girl. She has a. She has blonde hair in that movie though, which you don't often see yeah. her with. Yeah. The whole shower singing scene though is so funny and mm. cute. Mm-hmm. And, and now Zoe is spending her time with a John- Scott, Jonathan Scott, a Scott brother, one right? of the property brothers. Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Wonder if she's learning. I wonder if she's learning like how to demo houses. She was, yeah. I and this might be how they met. I'm not sure, but they do a show called Celebrity IOU, right? And there is an episode that she does for someone in her life. I wonder if they didn't meet during an episode, if that episode and all no, of a sudden. No, they were already together in that episode, okay. I remember, because they were all huggy and yeah, kissy and lovey. You know, relationship y. <laughs> um, Ugh, PDAs. No, I feel like they, they did meet on some celebrity thing, though, but it wasn't that show. Anyway, I'm done. All right, that is a look at entertainment news brought to you today by our friends at. JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Yesterday, we told everybody about what's going on in the liquor department over at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Just to reiterate, folks, um, Arbor Mist wine is a very, very popular wine and one that a lot of people love to buy the 1.5 liter bottle. Well, most places that you're going to go to is going to have that bottle of wine at $9.99, maybe $10.99. Somehow, uh, Daryl was playing Harry Potter, waved the magic wand, and actually what he did was he bought a big deal of Arbor Mist from the Arbor Mist salesperson. Right. And when you buy big deals from people, you get a ridiculously low price. Now, not everybody can afford to do this. Right. Sometimes you got to take a chance a little bit. That's what he did. And now you can get Arbor Mist... The 1.5 liter bottles, 
for five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm serious. That's half. That's like half price that you would find at other places. And that's a good sized bottle, or as my wife likes to call it, single serving. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Five ninety nine. This is the kind of thing that Daryl does in the liquor department all the time. Mm-hmm. We've seen it over the years with Jack Daniels. When people said, oh, you'll never get Jack Daniels for any lower than this. And then all of a sudden he went out and he did it. Corbell Brandy. Mm-hmm. Tito's Vodka. Kessler's. Captain Morgan. The list goes on and on and on. When you know your customers really well, as somebody with that many years of experience in the grocery industry does... You know to make sure that they stay happy mm-hmm. by keeping things at the lowest price possible. And at the same time, you also expand your liquor department to include more seltzers, because that's so popular, and more craft beers. And this time of the year, more ready-to-drinks. Absolutely. Whether it's the dailies kind of things that they keep in the freezer, and then just get them out when you want to have them, or things like Chi-Chi's ready-to-drink cocktails. Well, you're going for a... You're going out camping or going out with friends or something someplace, the last thing you want to have to do is bring multiple bottles of stuff to mix right. stuff. You don't want to set up a wet bar at the campsite. No. You want to be able to have something that's ready to go. That's kind of the strategy over at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like with the fresh cut fruit? The word convenience keeps coming to right. mind. Right. Make everything convenient for people. Make everything easy for people. It's what they do. Daryl and Brenda, Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, they do make it more convenient for you. Better prices, better selection. It all means you better Go. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95X. And every morning. Funny, upbeat. Much better than coffee. On 95X. We head once again to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update brought to you by Richards Insurance, full-service independent agency in both Beaver Dam and Columbus. Now here's Ninja with a look at news. A person was killed after a UTV collided with a vehicle in the town of Waterloo Monday. A vehicle with one passenger was heading northbound on Highway 89, while a UTV with two occupants was westbound on Linus Road when they made contact at the intersection. An occupant of the UTV was pronounced dead at the scene while the other person was transported by med flight with critical injuries. Both occupants of the vehicle were transported to local hospitals with injuries. The crash is still under investigation. The Fond du Lac Police Department is notifying residents of the placement of a sexually violent person. Richard, we asked, will be staying at 1830 South Hickory Street, just south of the city. That site is the location of a residential structure on Fond du Lac County Highway Department grounds. The county purchased the building to specifically place sexually violent offenders. We asked was convicted for inappropriately touching a nine-year-old and a six-year-old in the late 1980s and mid-1990s. The 64-year-old will also be on lifetime GPS monitoring. He'll be placed on or before next Tuesday. And a Mayville man charged with election fraud has made his initial appearance in court. According to the criminal complaint, Jed Deitenberger illegally voted for a write-in candidate in the 2020 spring election. He could not cast a vote at that time because of a felony OWI conviction in 2018. If convicted, the 46-year-old faces up to three and a half years in prison. A signature bond was set at $1,000, and a preliminary hearing is scheduled for July 14th. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center.
And that's news today brought to you by Richards Insurance, a full-service independent agency uh, in Beaver Dam and Columbus. Make sure you swing on by and check out those folks today. Very interesting ruling out of uh, California. Uh, We're going to call it a very fishy ruling coming from California. A California court has ruled bees can legally be considered fish. What? Yeah. A California court has ruled that bees can legally be considered fish under specific circumstances. Such as? Well, the ruling released on May 31st reversed an earlier judgment which found bumblebees could not be considered fish under the California Endangered Species Act. Notably, invertebrates are absent from the list of protected species. But in a lucky loophole for insects, mollusks, and other spineless creatures falling under that umbrella term invertebrate, the act itself defines a fish as a wild fish, mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, amphibian, or spawn. Hmm. That means that expanding the definition of fish to include invertebrates makes bees eligible for greater protection Hmm. from the Fish and Game Commission. So that's actually good news. I don't understand how at this point somebody hasn't raised a red flag and waved it with all their might saying we need to have bees involved with endangered species. Right? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Do people not get the fact that if we don't have bees, we die? Yeah, we have big, big problem on right. our hands if we don't have bees. Yeah, big. so I, I, I'm hoping that this is going to at least get people to think a little bit more like that. Uh, by the way, bees pollinate things, right? Yes. Like uh, different fruits and vegetables. They're also responsible, obviously, when it comes to farming. And it takes great farmers to put out great products like what's going on right now in Montana, and that's called the Golden Triangle. That's where great grains come from. Mm -hmm. And that's where Great Harvest gets their grains to make their bread. So Great Harvest Bakery in downtown Beaver Dam doesn't do what other people do, which is like, I'm going to go to the store, get me some flour, and then not caring about what's in it. They actually get the grain, the individual grain, then bring it to their shop in Beaver Dam and grind it and make their own flour. And, you know, it's weird. When places take the time to grind their own flour and make their own bakery without adding a bunch of preservatives, it tastes really good. (laughs) Isn't that strange how that works? Shocking. It is shocking. Great Harvest just does an amazing job with everything that they do from a bakery standpoint. Now, remember, they have certain breads that they have every day including pepperoni rolls, which we fell in love with here at the radio station. Yes. And then they have other specialty breads that you can get specific days of the week. And during the month of June, they've got a whole bunch of really tasty specialty breads. There's one that's made with cherries and pecans and apples. And then there's a garlic cheddar bread that they're doing. I mean, they, uh, there are so many different flavors. Seriously, you got to check them out at Great Harvest Bakery in downtown Beaver Dam. And, oh, by the way, did you know that uh, they have extended their Sandwich of the Month? So popular in May 
They've expanded it and extended it now through June. I'm talking about that red pepper chipotle cheesesteak sandwich that they're doing. And free coffee is still available up until 10 a.m. Every day at Great Harvest. You stop in, you're going to pick yourself up a muffin or you're going to pick yourself up a loaf of bread, whatever it is, get a free cup of coffee while you're standing there. Great Harvest Bakery, downtown Beaver Dam. GreatHarvestBeaverDam.com is the website. You can go there and get their schedule of all of the wonderful things that they're baking at Great Harvest. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95X. Prairie Ridge Health. Currently, it's 55. All right, let's get to our kick in the classic for this hour. Uh, we've got somebody celebrating a birthday today. Ooh, ooh. Uh, 1953, she was born. It was 1983 that she had the number one single in America, at least for a week or two. You remember it, 1983? Born on this day in 1953. Her name. Mm. Her name. Bonnie Tyler. Tyler. Okay. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios. This is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. 1953. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. <laughs> That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. That's kind of a cool story. Uh, four best friends went viral a couple of years ago for all getting pregnant at the same time. Right? Yeah. All of them got together at the same time. They um, they all had their kids like kind of within the same month or two. And now all those kids hang out together and are all best friends with one another. I mean, that's kind of a cool thing. Which is cool, but wow. I, do you, was it planned, do you think? I don't know, but it's... Happening again. With the scene. Some of you might remember the story about how me and my three best friends all got pregnant at the same time. All of our babies were born within weeks of each other, and since birth, they have been best friends. We do so many things together, and it's been so fun that they've had little buddies since they were in the womb. Just a little over a year later, the same four of us found out that we were pregnant and expecting babies within months of each other. Now all of our kids have best friends for life. What do you think of that? Is it too much over the top for you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, convenient for all of them. That's right. great, but that's the, like, are they planning that? I, like, I, you kind, you kind of wonder. And if they, uh, if they have planned that both times, they're really lucky that it worked, right? Because a lot of times it wouldn't, it and there'd wouldn't. be, and there'd be one left out. Yeah, and that'd be sad. Yeah, that would be sad. All right. What do you got? New Jersey will expand a pilot program into Union County that pairs plainclothes police officers with mental health experts and sends them on emergency calls that involve people in crisis. First launched last December in Cumberland County, the program has already met with success, according to Acting Attorney General. State to state, st- this is hard to say, state statistics show that mental health calls, calls often lead to officers using force on the people they're sent to to help. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling. But the officer and expert teams didn't use force once. Eventually, the attorney general wants to expand the program statewide. So basically, what they're doing is they're pairing officers in just regular street clothes with mental health experts to learn how to help 
people in crisis. Well, you send a mental health expert person when you get that call mm-hmm. that you know is a call that should be handled with the help of a mental yes. health expert. And it's been unbelievably successful. successful. Yeah. So what does that tell you? This should uh, be expanded. That it should be expanded everywhere. Yeah, this should be this should be something that we should be doing everywhere. Yes. That's very cool. All right, that is a little bit of good news. Let's get to sports this morning, brought to you by Landmark Credit Union with locations in Beaver Dam, Fall River, Juneau, and in Mayville. In sports, the Beaverdam baseball team season wrapped up one win shy of the state tournament, falling in the sectional final at Oshkosh yesterday 2-0 to Arrowhead. Beaverdam had advanced with a 7-4 win over West Bend West earlier in the day. Their year ramps up at 17-9. Division Three baseball sectional semifinals, Marshall fell to Viroqua 7-3, and Lomira was blanked by Chilton 9-zip in Division Four. Fall Rivers year ends with an 8-2 loss to Oakfield. Horicon softball team continues to get ready for tomorrow night's Division Four state semifinal against Iola Scandinavia in Madison. You can hear that game on 1430 WBEV. First pitch set for 630. Lomira's Pierce Zimmel was 38th at the state Division II golf meet at University Ridge. It's day two of the Packers' three-day mandatory minicamp in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is in attendance. Alec Bohm and Matt Vierling hit back-to-back home runs off Josh Hader in the ninth inning to steal a 3-2 win over the Brewers last night at American Family Field. Hader had entered the game having tied the Major League record by throwing 40 consecutive scoreless appearances. That series continues tonight, 6.35, the broadcast time on WBEV. Game 3 of the NBA Finals tonight, Boston and Golden State in Beantown. Series tied at one game apiece. In the NHL playoffs, the East Final is tied at two games apiece after Tampa Bay picks up the 4-1 victory over the New York Rangers. It is your DailyDodge.com Sports Update. I'm Wade Bates. I don't feel a single thing Have the pills done too much haven't caught up with my friends in weeks And now we're out of touch I've been driving in LA And the world feels too big Like a floating ball that's bound to break Snap my psyche like a twig Wake up with 95X I listen in the morning the most Get you going You know, find out what's going on Great to listen to Today's best music 95X Hi, everybody. It's the morning show. I'm glad you're here. Uh, right now, we're Craig and Tomless. Craig and Tomless, sorry. But, that sounded funny. But it's okay because Sherry's here and our good friend Brent Reed is here as well. Hello, sir. Hello. How's everyone doing this morning? We're doing pretty darn good. Super. We're going to start a new segment. It's called the Sherry and Brent Reed Fashion Update. <laughs> This will be good. And uh, if you're in your if you're in your forties, and you still have old clothes from high school that are packed away, your kids might want them because basically, right now, that '90s, early 2000 fashion is officially cool again. Well, so, you know, I saw that the other day. The concept of rolling up your jeans is apparently back to being a cool thing uh, to do, right? I, I think it is. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> right, am I wrong? Jerry, don't worry. I have not been tempted to do it. I, I will not do that. Oh, man. That shouldn't come back. 
I remember <laughs> I remember when that when that was a deal and that must have been like 92 it was early 90s it's when we were in high school right so this guy I worked with at the radio station in Marshfield even late 80s was telling yeah. me about this and so I was like oh okay I want to be cool so yeah here I was <laughs> rolling up my jeans and trying to do it and I showed my wife and she's like what are you trying to do you're not a kid anymore just don't do that so i didn't do it but yeah the trend actually started last summer now influencer are lashing on to hashtags like y2k style y2k fashion are trending few examples include bright colors like the really bright neons and that type of thing uh low-rise jeans i have no idea what this is ed hardy stuff oh sure it's a brand A brand. You guys both said, yep, like you were shaking your head like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Did you have any Ed Hardy stuff, Brent? I never did. No, I never had any. I, I kind of affiliated that with kind of the skateboard look, and I was never really too into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now that you say that, yeah. The skateboard look, I think I understand. The hat on kind of crooked. What? Right? What? Yep. Did See? they? Did yeah. They wear crooked hats? Yeah, you had your hat on kind of sideways, and you had the jacket with maybe the sleeves like rolled up a little bit, and you had the baggy jeans. Kind of a flip hat. You know, the flip hats where the brim went up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I remember. The other, the other stuff that is apparently back in style right now are, and for this would be more for women, tiny purses <laughs> and okay. velour track suits with juicy on the back. <laughs> I'd love to see Mr. Reed in his juicy velour tracksuit. No, I, I, I never had a uh, velour tracksuit, but I will tell you it sounds really comfortable. It does, yeah. doesn't it? it actually, yeah, at this age, yeah. it's like, oh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Zumba, bring back the Zumba pants, baby. They're really nice and comfy. Well, let's not get carried away. Uh, one reason it's supposedly happening now is young people feel like the pandemic robbed them of their childhood. And clothes back then were all about being fun and youthful and playful and everything. But trends also just come back around like this constantly. Right. Where, you know, something that is out is now in again. If you really want to feel old, here you go. Stuff from the Y2K era is now being sold as vintage. Shut your mouth. (laughs) We are not vintage. (laughs) By the way, uh, stuff from recent movies and and TV shows that was set in the early 2000s is is being called period pieces now. Okay. This is getting carried away. <laughs> Period pieces. That makes me think of like the 1800s. <laughs> Stovetop caps, yeah. ba- uh, hats, I should say. Uh, Unreal. Thanks for that uplifting uh, little bit of information there this morning on a Tuesday, rainy, or Wednesday. Wednesday? Couple, couple what week- day is it? Yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I went and got fitted for my uh, tux for my daughter's wedding and you know, it's not really a tux anymore. It's more of a suit. Yeah. Um, but I made reference to a cummerbund, and the lady looked at me kind of funny. <laughs> I'm like, there's not many people that actually even know what a cummerbund is. Did you do that knowing that they don't really exist anymore? Right. Okay. It is, it, is one, it is one piece of fashion that I have to say I'm glad does not exist. But 
what I wish they would bring back, and I don't know if they if they are back. You guys would have a better indication than me. I love vests. I think vests are really cool. I like vests. Yeah. Wait, now, when you say that, like a vest with a tux or a vest with a suit? Like a ve- either, either. I mean, okay. when All I because right. when I okay, so when I graduated from high school, three piece suits were a big deal for guys. You yep. had you had the sport coat, right? You had the slacks, and then you had the vest. Mm-hmm. And I always liked the look of a vest. So, I wish that that would be something that would become that would trend again. And maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I I, I don't know if it is or it isn't. I think it's a cool look, though. I like it. Yeah. Thumbs up. Better than a cummerbund. Right. What's a, what's female fashion that's out there right now that you? Um, can jump on board with. Like, I heard that um, jumpsuits are coming back in. Oh, yeah. I can't wear a jumpsuit. No. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just remember I just remember my wife had... I, I mean, I wish I could wear a jumpsuit. I remember buying my wife a jumpsuit um, and shoes and a belt and everything. And mm-hmm. she was, like, really shocked that, like, I knew, like, what to pick out. Mm-hmm. And she loved it. But I remember the first time she wore it was at a big event, a wedding or something like that. And she was like, it took me 15 minutes in the bathroom just to get the thing yeah. off to go to the bathroom. It can be a little inconvenient yeah. that way. They are super cute, though. Yeah. Super. We're talking. Cute, cute jumpsuits? Yeah. Thomas, we're talking about uh, trends that are back now for kids. And a lot of them happen to do with uh, things that were popular like around the end of the 1990s, early 2000s. Oh. Did jumpsuits ever really go out of style? They did. I would say yes. Yeah, they did. So, is Brent still there? Yeah, he's still there. Oh, I'm still here. I was going to ask Thomas what the what what was in style and what was the look when you were in high school, Thomas. For me, it was turtlenecks and bowl cuts. <laughs> ah, right. yeah, I pulled. Now, was that both. for you specifically, or was that yes. with the style? At the time? Yeah, no, that's what I, I remember. What I was wearing, I don't really remember what other people wore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. It was just Thomas. So why 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 turtlenecks? I had cold neck. I guess I don't know. Like it's just what the hand me downs were. Hand me downs from who? From my cousins, older cousins. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because you were the oldest. Yeah. There's no hand me downs. His dad got a lot His of dad. colorful turtlenecks. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. That if would be funny. If your dad, you were getting your hand me downs from your dad. Yeah. The pinnacle of '60s fashion. Uh, I don't wear them, but I love them. Turtlenecks. They're cute. They feel good. Yeah. But they feel like being funny. slowly strangled. No, oh, there's Craig over there. I love it. It's Craig, you said you told me that your daughter is notorious for stealing things out of your closet, right? Yeah. Yeah. She likes the concert t-shirts and whatnot. Although she's kind of getting past that now. No. She's, uh, she's, she's going more with the Ed Hardy look. Ah, mm. Okay. See, and I and I understand what that look. I understand that look now. I understand what Ed mm-hmm, Hardy means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Brent, what about you? Do you guys have problems with your kids and trying to keep up with fashions? Like, do you have, have you had to sit them down and like, okay, now kids, we're not going to be wearing this. Have you done that yet? You know, they, some of the, the um, how tight the clothes are a little bit can be a little bit concerning. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like that gets a little crazy. But the one thing that I've noticed lately, to your point, Craig, about concert uh, t-shirts. That seems to be coming back. Like my, my mm-hmm. daughter wanted to go buy an ACDC concert t-shirt the other day and a Guns N' Roses shirt. And I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Is this popular again? Wow. But yeah, she loves it. I see other kids at school doing the same thing. It's like 1988 all over again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I think that's awesome. Do, do, does your uh, daughter, Brent, know who ACDC is? <laughs> no idea. No Absolutely idea. no idea. The song Thunderstruck comes on, I crank it up thinking she's going to be into it. There's no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, welcome oh. to the jungle. It's about, it's, exactly. It's about time you start to re-educate those children there, Brent. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hey, so what's going on in the in the uh, in the world of cars? Anything exciting? Any new news out there? Well, there has been some some developments. We actually finally have some very that good. We're up to two grand on Jeep compasses. We haven't been at that level in a long time. Thirty five hundred dollars on Ram crew cabs, and I've yep, we're losing them. Just came in. Yes, it's a built to serve firefighter edition. I'll tell you what, this is a cool-looking vehicle. For those of you that are into the, uh, you know, into firefighting and into, um, you know, just kind of everything that's going along in our country over the last 20 years or so, this is a really cool package. They yep. did a really good job with it. Uh, so looking forward to that. And then we got 3250 off our Bighorn quad caps, too. So really good incentives that are finally back, and they haven't been around for quite some time. So right now, obviously, everywhere you go, you see like the SUV style of vehicles. It seems like you're, there's more of those on the road than just about anything else. Is that the big, is that the big push over the last couple of years? The big trend that's going on in the car industry. So if you rewind the clock, Rick, about uh, probably ten years ago, uh, a lot of the domestic manufacturers made the decision that they weren't going to play much in the car business anymore. It was going to be all. SUVs and trucks, and that's been wonderful. It's been a great business model for us for a long period of time, but as gas prices continue to tick up, it's created an interesting dynamic because we don't have a whole lot from a car perspective. So you're 100% right. SUVs and trucks seem to be you know, where everything's at, and everybody likes the, the idea of having a bigger vehicle. You can haul more people. You can do more things with the vehicle, so that's all great, but obviously as gas prices tick up, it creates a little bit of a, a, an issue. Now, you were you were talking to me about how you know obviously you guys are with especially with Jeep, we're seeing more electric vehicles, we're seeing more hybrids. Are you getting people that are walking in off the street or calling you asking more about the hybrids and the electric vehicles? Oh, absolutely. That seems to be the biggest hot button for people right now is they want more information about how these hybrids and electric vehicles work. Uh, we have a Grand Cherokee that's going to be coming out here in the next couple of weeks. We'll get our first one. So we're excited about that. That's going to pair with the Wrangler and the Pacifica. So we're starting to expand our, our model lineup with regards to electric options. We're very excited about that. There's a lot to learn there. Uh, we've got a lot of information. We've got a fair amount of training. In fact, we just had a long training session on uh, the benefits of electric vehicles yesterday. So, you know, any questions that people have, we, we're very equipped to answer them. We can help them with the financial impacts that go along with buying an electric vehicles. There are some benefits to the government. There's a lot of things that uh, come into play. And we're happy to help with all those questions people may have. You know, I just saw an article two days ago that said, for the first time, we have really seen a huge um, benefit of the amount of electric vehicles and hybrids that are being sold. And that is that the number I saw, I think, was 1.5 million barrels of oil were saved because of the fact that's a, that's a that's a global impact towards the climate because of more people going to the electric or the hybrid style vehicles uh one of the things that i don't know if you've heard anything about what where are we are are they completely abandoning like the hydrogen fuel cells because i know that that sounds like something that could even be more effective when it comes to traveling for a long period of time 
Well, that's a great point, and I, I don't know the answer to that if that's being abandoned altogether, but I do think that that's the trend. That's the direction we're going to go is to try and, you know, push the electric vehicles as much as we can, which is the reason you're seeing every manufacturer have more options there and seeing an incentive that comes from the federal government to purchase something that's electric. That's really encouraging to hear the impact that's had on our uh, on our uh, world uh, these days and how, you know, especially given the cost of oil right now and obviously some of the, the environmental benefits that go along with not having to consume oil, there's just a lot of good things going on in our industry that can help us down that path. Yeah, and it's just going to keep on growing, right? Absolutely. There's no doubt. This is here to stay, and it's going to become more and more a part of our everyday lives as we go along. You know, I'm, I'm, that's all we're talking about right now. You know, we're talking about trying to have as many models available in electric or hybrid option by 2025 as we possibly can. And I think as we progress to 2027, 2028, I think that's going to represent more than half our, way more than half our sales, to be honest with you. Right. So I know there's a lot of people that are going to be kicking and screaming, you know, when it comes to vehicles that are burning gas. You know, they're like, ah, the the electric cars, you got to stop every 10 minutes to charge them. And there's not enough charging stations. But as things continue to grow in the car industry, things are going to continue to grow with the charging stations across the country as well. Absolutely. 100% true. And you're also going to see the range of these vehicles expand. You know, right now, a hybrid vehicle, a plug-in hybrid vehicle, in a lot of cases, has about a 30-mile electric range, after which the gas uh, portion of it kicks in. Right. Um, so, you know, again, the idea behind that is going to be it can, it can help people with their daily commute, because ultimately, if you've got less than a 30-mile round-trip commute, you're never using any gas. And then you charge the vehicle when you get home or while you're at work or whatever the situation may be. That's going to expand. A true electric vehicle is going to have a range more like three or 400 miles. So then at that point, obviously, unless you're going on a long trip, you really don't have to worry about plugging in uh, except for at night when you get home because no one puts that kind of miles on during the course of the day. So there's a lot of things that are going to happen as we go along. But the infrastructure is going to be there moving forward because this is definitely going to be part of our framework moving forward. Right. And, and obviously, places like Reed Chrysler are smart enough to realize that this is the trend. And, and it's either jump on board or get left behind. Right, my friend? Oh, absolutely. We've got two charging stations at our dealership right now, and we'll expand from there and have more as we have more models available. So, yeah, that, that's just uh, everybody should embrace it because it's certainly here to stay and it's the wave of the future. Excellent. Mr. Reed, you have yourself a glorious rest of the day wearing your Ed Hardy gear, and we will catch up with you again. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Always good to talk to you. Brent Hello. Reed from Reed Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Beaver Dam. We're going to check weather with Jennifer next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95 95- to the 95X Morning Show. They're funny. They're not negative. Gets me laugh in the morning. I love it. It's great. Today's best music, 95X. Got the whole darn gang together. Ninja all decked out in that colorful bandana, as always. Something's got to look bright and sunny on a rainy day. Craig Warmbold uh, appears to be half awake. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Thomas is over there. Hi, Richard. And then there's Sherry. And hello, Jennifer is on the line with us. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, yo. All right, you guys. Uh, you guys all ready for an exciting day? Yes. All right, all ready yes. for the exciting next portion of this program, which is. It is time once again for another round of Airbnb. The Price is Right. 
You guys are going to try to figure out how much these different Airbnbs from around the world are going to cost you. Remember, you don't want to go over or it eliminates you. You want to get the closest you can to it. Without further ado, are you guys ready for the first Airbnb today? Yeah. Mm, I like being wrong. Let's do it. Craig Craig is going to have, I'm going to go ahead and say it, Craig is going to have an advantage on this first one. Uh Uh-oh. Our first listing. Is it his house? Is Austin, is Austin, Texas. Oh, I visited there. Exactly. Recently. And this is a beautiful three-bedroom house with nine beds and two baths that could, I guess you could say, comfortably sleep 15 guests. Enjoy this boho-styled home in the heart of East Austin. Boho. Less than five minutes to 6th and Rainy Streets. This trendy cottage in the middle of downtown Austin is the perfect place to rest your head after a night on the town or gather your friends and family for a small get-together. Fire pit, lounging area, charcoal grill, backyard games, and I believe there is also a pool involved. Vibrant neighborhood, five minutes from Austin's most popular bar and restaurant scene. Oh, it's going to be a wonderful place to go. How much, Craig, do you suppose this... Three-bedroom, nine-bed house in Austin, Texas is going to set you back for a night. Yeah, near the uh, the dirty, as they call it down ah, there. Um, dirty. The dirty. Um, sixth and, and River, I think you said, right? Yeah. Sixth and Rainy. Yeah. Rainy, yeah. The, the dirty, I believe it's called. I don't understand this whole 15 uh, people in three bedrooms thing. Maybe they're big bedrooms, I guess. Or there's pull-out couches. Did you say there were nine, nine beds? Party. There's nine beds, nine yeah. Beds, three okay, bedrooms, well. 15 people. I, I don't know, $700. You're going to say $700 a night. Ninja, what are you thinking? I'm going to say 550 550 How about you, Sherry? I'm going to go 425 425 Thomas. I'm looking at a pair of rattle skin boots. They're 568 568 And Jennifer? 600 600 All right, so who had the highest bid? Craig, I, did. I think. Craig did, yeah. Craig, you're closest. Believe Good it point. or not, believe it or not, this room, this house is listed for $1,534 a night. Yeah, that boho style is going to make my Whoa. wallet go boom. You're going to have to have 15 people in order to afford it. <laughs> yeah, the heck exactly. Is boho That's style. That's a lot of money. I have no yeah, that's idea. That's probably what threw me off. What is boho, boho style? Boho style. Boho style. Uh, after I spend that money, I'm going to be a hobo. That's what uh, I'm going to be. Bohemian, I'm guessing? Yes. Correct. All right, guys, here we go. This is an entire house. Four bedrooms, two bathrooms, perfectly set up for both short and long-term stays. Is located in the middle of a town, right across from the Park Zoo. Enjoy breakfast with a view of the tiger exhibit each morning. Located, located two minutes from Trinity Hospital, uh, 20 minutes from the big airport. It's ideal for travel nurses and Air Force families waiting for housing. The house has street parking, a washer, a dryer, brand new appliances, well decorated, and is perfect for any family-friendly stay. Plus, there's a pack-and-play, toddler bed, and high chair available upon request. What city? I suppose you guys want to know where you're going to find such a luscious home. Yeah. Minot, North Dakota. 
Ah, good old North Dakota. Oh. Thomas, how much is this going to set you back, this four-bedroom, uh, two-bath home? Well, I'm looking at a penguin suitcase, and it's one nineteen ninety nine. dollars a night. Ninja. Uh, I'm going to say $48. $48. Craig. I, th- I think uh, you know. I think it's one seventy nine. One seventy nine, Sherry. Mm, I'll go two twenty five. Two twenty five, and Jennifer one hundred. One hundred dollars. The person closest without going over is the man looking at the penguin suitcase. The penguins. <laughs> uh, one hundred and thirty nine dollars a night in Ooh. Minot, North Dakota. <clears throat> well, but you get a view of the tigers. That's right. You get a tiger. Cool. You got the eye of the tigers right there. Yeah. Craig is what you get. All right, another big place to stay. And I got to tell you, I have been to this location, and it is a beautiful place to vacation. That's You've right. You've been to the location, not this particular Airbnb. I've been, I've been, yeah, you'll know what I'm talking about here. The location. This is a, this is a eight bedroom home with nine beds and 5.5 bathrooms. Ooh. It sleeps up to 14 guests. You're going to be looking out over the ocean. You're going to be looking out at an unbelievable view, almost 360 around you. That's because you are going to be on the beautiful island known as Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts. You can watch all that beautiful ferry and boat traffic going by. You have an unobstructed view of the entire sound from Woods Hole. So you can see the from east to the Cape. Totally private beach at your doorstep. 500 feet of waterfront beach to play and lounge on and only steps to the house. Ten minutes from the center of the Vineyard Haven. Two-mile walk or bike on the beach road to the main shopping area. Come and join your spot in paradise. 300 feet of waterfront beach. It's available for you on Martha's Vineyard. On this eight bedroom, nine bath, nine, I'm sorry, eight bedroom, nine bed, 5.5 bath home. Ninja, how much is this going to set you back a night? $2,800. $2,800. Thomas? $2,460. $2,460. How about you, Craig? I'm going to go uh, $3,900. $3,900 a night, Sherry. I'm going to go $5,000. $5,000 a night. And Jennifer? A dollar. One dollar. She's going cheaper than everybody. Correct answer is within one hundred dollars would be that thirty nine hundred dollar bid. It is a it is gonna cost you four thousand dollars a night to stay on Martha's Vineyard in this eight bedroom home. The house is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's right on the point in Martha's Vineyard with beach that kind of Pretty much goes around a good portion of both sides. Is it still available? I haven't planned my summer vacation. It is available uh, the weekend that I did check on it, Greg. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, it is available. All right. Your last one. We are going to take you now across the ocean. But only a short drive across the ocean. Short drive? drive? Short drive. I'm sorry. Are short we, short, short flight. Ocean? Short flight across the ocean <laughs> to beautiful St. George's in Bermuda. Hmm. The island of Bermuda. This is a two-bedroom, three-bed, one-bath home that easily, very relaxingly can sleep four people. Relax with the whole family at this peaceful place to stay. 
The cottage features two bedrooms overlooking the Narrows, a waterway by St. David's Island. It is an ocean view cottage. Just 10 minutes drive to the airport. Your vacation starts right away. The beach is only 20 minutes away. Includes Clearwater Beach. Plus, there's Cooper's Island National Reserve. There's a dock for fishing and swimming right in your own backyard. Plus, there's a pack-and-play available for a baby. Plus, fire extinguisher, first aid kit, and barbecued grill. (laughs) All that on St. George's Bermuda Ninja. How much is that going to set you back for one night? Mm, $1,300. $1,300. Craig? I'm going five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Sherry. Uh I will go six fifty. Six fifty. How about you, Thomas? Six fifty one. Six fifty one. <laughs> and Jennifer. A dollar. Her strategy paid off one dollar, the closest yeah. amount. Actually, this four guest two bedroom, three bed home in St. George's, Bermuda looks like a really cool place to stay. For one hundred and sixty dollars a night. What? Oh my gosh! Oh. I found this bargain on Airbnb. <coughs> there you have. Is it right got... in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle? It, What's well, up? Yeah. It's got rats. It is. It is not. I didn't. Do you s- return home? I. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say it's on the ocean. I said it's ocean view. It actually sits up like uh, so on the top like the of a hill, yeah. mm-hmm. so you can see the ocean from the house, but it's not on the ocean. Oh, but you said there is a boat launch. Yes, there is a boat launch. It must have to walk down the hill and down there, and there's a boat launch. I don't know exactly where it is. Maybe it's a rocky area. That's why there's no beach. But anyways, $160 a night? That's actually pretty darn inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. man. That's a deal. Sure. To go to Bermuda? I like that idea. Jennifer, let's talk about our weather forecast. And I know earlier today you were talking about the system that we're involved with is really a slow mover today. It really is, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it now compared to earlier this morning. It really hasn't moved too much overall. So we still have a decent amount of the system behind us. We're still looking at periods of showers and thunderstorms throughout the morning hours today and into the afternoon as well with cloudy skies. Highs only getting up right around about the mid-60s. It's going to be about 10 degrees below average for this time of the year. Slight chance for rain showers in the early evening hours, otherwise partly cloudy skies develop tonight. Overnight lows around about 51. Thursday, we'll see some sunshine tomorrow. High of 73. It looks like 74 here on Friday with a slight chance for rain. Saturday, a slight chance for rain in the afternoon hours, increasing clouds. High of 74. And then for your Sunday, slight chance for showers and storms, another high around 74. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wuchitsky. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, here we go. Five random facts. Random fact number one is Elon Musk related. Hmm. Oh boy. Um, Elon Musk is actually trying to verify this right now. Do you know what he's trying to verify? Anybody? Mm-mm. Mm, that he's part machine? <laughs> he is trying to verify, but according to researchers, 15% of all active Twitter accounts oh, yeah. oh. Are, are social bots. Now, that would mean, that would mean 48 million accounts are social bots. Um, I'm on Twitter. Thomas, you're not, right? Nope. Sherry? I have an account, but I don't use it. Craig, are you on Twitter at all? Same. Same. How about you, Jennifer? Do you ever use Twitter? Uh, hardly. Okay. No. All right. Uh, and by the way, that 48 million accounts does not include trolls, which are fake 
instigating accounts controlled by humans somewhere in the world. Right. I wonder. Do you suppose that there's that many accounts that are that are actual social bots? Probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, probably so. Uh, random fact number two. The biggest country in... Or, I'm sorry. The biggest county in Alaska is the same size as the entire country of Germany. I don't I don't think we really understand how big Alaska is. It's it's a big one. It's massive. Uh, technically Alaska isn't divided into counties. They're called boroughs. Oh. But they're really? Yeah, they're the same thing. They are the same thing. So New York and Alaska have something in common. They do. They both have boroughs. Uh, random fact number 3, the fake jungle for the jungle cruise at Disneyland has now become its own functioning ecosystem. And because of that, it doesn't need to be landscaped anymore. Hmm. Really? Wow. It's an actual jungle? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Wow. That's very neat. Random fact number four, Saddam Hussein used Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You for his 2002 presidential campaign (laughs) in Iraq. (laughs) Wow, how'd that work out for him? Well, the election was just a sham, of course. There were 11.4 million votes for him and zero votes against him. Oh, that must have been fair. Yeah, it must have been a fair... a recount for that. must have been a fair and balanced election. Everybody loves Whitney, so... Mm -hmm. I wonder what news organization would cover that fair and balanced election. Uh, Random fact number five, virtually everyone on The Simpsons has only four fingers on each hand. (laughs) There, there are two characters though that have five fingers. Anybody? I, I don't watch The Simpsons. The bartender. Isn't it God? It God is one of them. Yeah. I've heard this before. And then, gosh, who is it? I remember the, the next devil? other one. All right, Jennifer, you're really, really close with God. But God is correct. Dog? But you're also close with somebody close uh. to God. <laughs> Uh, St. Peter? Art Angle Michael? Art Angle? You mean Arch Angle? Arch Angle? Arch Angle. Arch Angle. Arch Angle. The sacred geometry. Uh, you know, God and Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh, Jesus, yes. Have five fingers. Why could none of us come up with that? I, I know. We really should have <laughs> had that pretty simply. You guys are forgetting about the kid all of a sudden. There you have it. <laughs> Jennifer, you go out there and make it a great day and inv- enjoy your stay on St. George's. Oh, thanks very much. You too, all. All right, there's Jennifer. Bye-bye. What do you guys think about... Okay, we've talked about, like, a vacation? Yeah. Well, Together? St. George's. We talked about the caves. Where is St. George? A couple weeks ago. St. George's, Bermuda. Oh, first of all, we were we, just talking about. Remember, we talked first of all about the pub yes. in England, renting yes, that. We yeah, did. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we then I brought up the cave idea, and you guys like thought that was really cool. Those caves in Spain. I don't think I was part of that conversation. I don't maybe, remember that. Maybe you weren't here. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did this same contest, and uh, there's a town. That has all these caves that are built into the hill, and people are living in these caves because hmm. um, they've like cleaned out the caves and they've painted them and they've decorated them and they're really like nice places to stay. Hmm. And you can rent them on Airbnb. What were you gonna say, Thomas? You said, huh? Oh, like, I was just looking like where it is on the on the map. Oh, St. John, uh, St. George's. Yeah. 
Like, it really is in the middle of nowhere, Bermuda. I never realized that. It is. The it caves is. in Spain came mainly when Sherry was on vacation. Would you, uh, would you guys want to go to Bermuda or no? Sure. Are you offering? Are you paying? I'm, I'm asking, hey, I'm asking if that's one. a place that you would think, consider to go. I think I'd be nervous about flying in there. There hasn't been anything in the Bermuda Triangle since Airport 77, Which for crying out loud. Which means we're due. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Right? I don't know. We just spent a night in a haunted house and nothing happened. Not true. Two things happened. You heard a noise, and Ninja thought he saw something. Yes, both things that have happened to other people there before, mm-hmm. and we did not know that when it occurred. That's very true. So there. I'm not Who would like to go to Havana? Maybe visit Cuba? I would love Ooh, to see I'd love I'd, to go there. I'd love to go to Cuba, but I'll bet, I will bet you the, um, the people that live there, I bet you there's a lot of shacks. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of rundown places down there. Man, if you've ever been to if you've ever been to huh. uh, Dominican Republic or Jamaica, you get away from the resorts. Mm-hmm. It ain't necessarily pretty. Right. It is not a good place to be. All right, well, we're going to get to today's day in history. Plus, Craig's got news up next. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. Ninety five X at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly at hometownglass.com. It's the morning show. Puts me in the right mood. I listen to you guys every, every morning. I love it. On 95X. We are going to head over once again to the Daily Dodge News Center to get this local news update brought to you today by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Call them for a free estimate at 887-3757. Craig Warbold has a look today. The operator of a UTV was killed after colliding with a vehicle in the town of Waterloo Monday, a vehicle with one passenger. It was northbound on Highway 89, while a UTV with two occupants was westbound on Linus Road when they made contact at the intersection. One of the occupants of the UTV was pronounced dead at the scene. The other transported by MedFlight with critical injuries. Both occupants of the vehicle were transported to local hospitals with injuries as well. Fond du Lac Police Department notifying residents of the placement of a sexually violent person. 64-year-old Richard Wiest will be staying at 1830 South Hickory Street, just south of the city of site. That's located on a uh, residential structure owned by the Fond du Lac County Highway Department. Mayville man charged with election of fraud made his initial appearance in a Dodge County courtroom yesterday. Prosecutors say Jed Dietenberger illegally voted for a write-in candidate in the 2020 spring election. He couldn't vote at the time because of a felony OWI conviction in 2018. There's a new phase on the Beaverdam Police and Fire Commission. The PFC yesterday welcomed former Alderwoman Therese Hendrickson. She will serve a five-year term, full term, following the departure of longtime Commissioner Nancy Conley. And officials with the Beaver Dam Area Community Foundation highlighting a way to donate that allows someone to give money later. It's called the Legacy Society, which served as a planned future gift that designates a part of a person's estate as a donation. Foundation says their goal is to establish a legacy society group who would meet to discuss ways they can support local nonprofits. Those interested in the Legacy Fund can reach out to the foundation for more information. You'll find contact information with this news story at DailyDodge.com. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Visit them online at hometownglass.com. We'll get to today's day in history next. 
From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Hello, good morning, good morning. Gets me up, top of the morning to everybody. Good morning to you all. Today's best music, 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. Here we go, Thomas. Today's day in history. Yes, for the uh, 8th of June. We're starting off in 632 when the Islamic prophet Muhammad died in Medina. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's move to uh, 19th century, 1872. The first U.S. postcard was authorized by an act of Congress. Postcard? Postcard. postcard. Yeah, oh. U.S. postcard. So it didn't have to be like in an envelope or something? I'm gu- Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be it. Mm, I wonder what right? the picture was on the other side. <laughs> right. Wish you were her. Hmm. I, I, my, my guess, it was like a picture of a big sequoia tree. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cute. Uh, the element 93, Neptunium, was announced by Edwin M. McMillan and Philip A. H. Uh, Elberson in Ooh, 1940. A little Neptunium. I've little never heard Neptunium. of Neptunian. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that same uh, same decade in the 40s, 1949, George Orwell's 1984 was uh, published. Oh, yeah. how, how did that wind up Often turning out? Cited yeah, strangely. Pig and reminiscent of no, yeah. no, no direct correlation to reality whatsoever. No, Big Brother. Uh, the NFL and the AFL announced that they would yep. merge. Nineteen sixty-six. Yeah, uh, there was it was a big rivalry between the two leagues. Uh, the AFL was the league that had all the passing and all the scoring and all the fun, and then the NFL was the traditional one. They finally got their you know what together and got together. Finally, 1969, founder Brian Jones quit the Rolling Stones. He would die a month later at the age of 27. Yeah. Oh, man. Another one in the 27 club. So is he the bassist for them, or what was he? He was a, a singer. I think he played a little guitar. So Brian Jones was there the same time as, obviously, Mick Jagger, right? Yeah, but Mick took a bigger role after, uh, after Brian Jones left. Okay. I I I recognize the name. Yeah, there there's a lot of um, you know, there's a few conspiracies around that and the timing and all that kind of stuff. But he was the guy that actually started the Rolling Stones? He, yeah, he was a founding member. Right. Wow. wow. I, I, yeah. His occupation is singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, yeah. Who are the original members of the Stones? Well, you got, you know, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Bill Wyman, I want to say, was there from the beginning. He was their original bass player. He retired in, like, the 90s. Um, hmm. uh, as far as founding members, yeah. Yeah, who was their drummer? Uh, then uh, Charlie Watts, who just passed away a few months ago. Okay. okay. Celebrity birthdays? Why not? Okay, Tori DeVito is 38. No relation to Danny DeVito. Uh, she is Dr. Natalie Manning on Chicago Med. Oh. Okay. Sturgill Simpson, Grammy-winning country singer, is 44 today. Kanye West, now Kanye known West? As, as Kanye, oh. now known as Yee, oh, yeah. is 45. And he's got, uh, he dumped his girlfriend that looked like Kim. Yeah, it was spooky. Yeah. Oh. Gabrielle Giffords is 52. Oh, the uh, uh, senator. Yeah, Gabby. Yeah. 
She resigned from Congress, but is still making uh, progress with her rehab. And her husband, I think, Craig, is now... Arizona senator. senator. Yeah. Uh, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, 65 today. Oh. Mm. Bonnie Tyler is 71. Totally clips of the heart. Boz Skaggs, uh, 78 today. Nancy Sinatra, well, she's 82. Ah, uh, her boots are made for walking, though. And uh, born today, we got Joan Rivers, 1933. <laughs> Can we talk? Barbara Bush, 1925. Oh. And Jerry Stiller, 1927. Ah, uh, Jerry Stiller. I just saw him on an episode of Love Boat. At, he, was, he had to be, like, in his 20s or 30s. It was so weird to see him. There's no way Jerry Stiller was on Love Boat in his 20s or 30s. You know what? Love Boat was the 70s? Yeah. He would have been like 50, 40. Yeah, he probably would have been like in his, I guess, in his 40s or so. He just looks so young. He didn't. He wasn't the old guy that I knew, knew from but Seinfeld and he, everything else. He probably was on with Ann Mira. Uh, I think so. I wound up turning it off. Yeah. Because uh, it mean, was The Love Boat and it was just awful. <laughs> well, it was yep. an awful show. The Love Boat, guest starring Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira. Yeah, his, his wife, Ben Stiller's mom. That's right. All right, that is a look at today's day in history. We'll knock out one more kick in a classic coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Father's Day is just around the corner, so head into Fleet Farm, the official store of Dad. Pick up the perfect gift for Father's Day. Everything from fishing supplies to tools, automotive gear, grills, marine, and more. Or get the gift any dad wants, a Fleet Farm gift card. Plus, enter the official Dad's Day sweepstakes for a chance to win a Realtree UTV. Head in for gifts this Father's Day at Fleet Farm, the official store of Dad. The huge sales floor at St. Vincent de Paul of Dodge County means more clothing, more furniture, more mattresses, more everything. Stop in to see the amazing prices on furniture, mattresses, and more. And if you're looking for new styles this summer, they have a fantastic selection of summer clothing at unbeatable prices. St. Vincent de Paul is currently looking for donations of gently used clothing, houseware, and furniture. You can pull into the convenient and covered drop-off area with your items. Shop, save, support. St. Vincent de Paul of Dodge County. If a new smile is what you're looking for, we have the answer for you. Hi, this is Dr. Adam Forrester at Columbus Family Dental, where we specialize in making people smile. We promise to take the time to get to know you so we can provide you with a custom plan to help you achieve the smile of your dreams. Our experienced team looks forward to hearing from you soon. Call us today at 623-5559. So... I have a question for all you guys out there. Why is it that I see you hauling all kinds of stuff in your trucks? Lumber, ATVs, furniture, and everything is strapped down tight. Except you. I mean, come on, fellas. You're just as important as your buddy's blue plaid sofa. Buckle up. Pickups rock. They also roll. Buckle up in your truck and arrive alive. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Transportation. The Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon is coming up fast on Thursday, June 23rd, and we need your help. You can make a donation that will make a difference helping kids throughout Dodge County. Maybe you're a season ticket holder or a business owner with goods or services to donate. Your contribution with a donation will have an impact. You'll find all of the details on the Radiothon page at DailyDodge.com. Hashtag It's For The Kids. 
South Central Wisconsin source for the latest local sports information is DailyDodge.com. Click the Sports tab link presented by Reed Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Kevin Carnine, your local American family insurance agent, and you'll find local sports results, including high school scoreboards, coaches' interviews, youth travel sports results, adult recreational league scores, and the latest Daily Dodge TV sports schedule. If it's going on in local sports, you'll find it at DailyDodge.com. Nate's Lemonade Stand is back for its fifth year as part of the 2022 John Moser Children's Radiothon. Here's how to participate. Pick up your lemonade packet and a pledge card at the WVV 95X Studios. Mix up your packet of lemonade and join me by drinking it together at the American Bank Rot Fry or live on the Wells Angelock Facebook page at noon on June 23rd. Please return all donations by June 23rd. It's that easy. By drinking lemonade, we can all help the children of Dodge County. Listen, learn. We're talk, talking about farts, candy corn, and twaddles can win you first place. If only my middle school teachers could see me now. What, what, what? It's the 95X Morning Show. Craig, you like that liner? That was, uh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. That would be a Thomas. Wow. Thomas is the one that came up with that liner. Uh-huh. Fantastic. If only they could see me now. Uh-huh. That was great. Hey, let's get our kick in a classic taken care of. I saw a song that I know Thomas probably probably hasn't heard, mm. but I know Craig has. Hmm. 1967, Neil Mitchell was born. He celebrates his birthday today. Neil Mitchell? He is a keyboardist Whoa. with a Scottish band that was formed in 1982. This Scottish band is best known for a cover song that they did in 1994 that, believe it or not, spent 15 weeks in a row at number one on the UK charts. Hmm. I wasn't in the UK at the time. No, but I, I know you recognize the song, and I'm pretty sure you'll remember the band. Craig, do you remember the band called Wet... Wet, 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 wet. What? 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 Do you remember them? No. All no, right. No. Well, uh, Neil Mitchell was a keyboardist for <laughs> for the uh, band, and back in 1994, this song was number one in the UK and stayed there for 15 consecutive weeks. Okay. And by the way. It is a cover of the Trogs. Uh. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning.